You're listening to College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. I have a question for you. Are you feeling overwhelmed by the college recruiting process? You have come to the right place. Jill will bring you expert tips and interviews with special guests to help you take a deep breath and know, yes, you are moving in the right direction to find your college team. After this podcast, don't forget to head to Jill's shop page to purchase her two guidebooks that will make everything in college recruiting much more clear and simple. Let's get started. Welcome back, JH girls and families. Today, we're going to talk about what you need to be doing after you commit to a college. So first of all, congratulations. If you've gotten this far and you have verbally committed, uh, you have done one of the most difficult parts of the college recruiting process. However, there is a last phase that you want to be aware of, and it is extremely important. Being sure you are maintaining all the things that a college coach expects after you've given your verbal commitment and they have obviously um, invited you either to a scholarship position or walk on. Yes, you can lose either of those. So if a college coach has made a verbal offer, they expect you to stay at the level they recruited you at and continue to improve. So you need to stay in contact with your future college coach specifically ask him or her how they want to keep in touch. For some, this could be two years. So if you commit in your, you know, summer before your junior year or fall of your junior year, which is usually more normal, then you still have almost two years before you arrive on their college campus. So here are some of the basics. Uh, I think I have four here that are pretty common um, that you need to be staying on top of. One, keep posting videos, showing your progress in the gym. So they're going to want to see training. They're going to want to see meets. However, when you communicate with them, they may say they want you to load them to YouTube. They may want you to load them to Instagram. They may want direct videos. They may want you to text them. So remember that all the college coaches have different ways of communicating. Sometimes they will have you communicate with one of the assistant coaches on all your skills. And then during their team meetings as a staff, they will discuss how you're progressing. And if you're staying on top of your ability level and improving. Number two. Send the college coach your transcripts and updates academically and also let them know how your classes are going. If you struggle in the classroom, get a tutor right away. Let the college know and be upfront, the college coach. Uh, They do not like last minute surprises, especially academically. So if you feel like you're struggling in a class, and you're not sure how your grades are going to go, and it could impact your GPA, in a, especially in a negative way, then you need to alert them 
and let them know what you're doing to be proactive. That's totally acceptable. And don't get fearful and pull back and hide it. That can be almost worse for a coach because they can't help you and they can't be there to explain and let you know, okay, let's do this, let's do that, or let's have you talk to one of our academic advisors or be sure you get a tutor, different things. It's just way more important that you're upfront and honest. Number three, stay fit and strong. I will be honest right here. You can get out of shape. And what do I mean by that? Um, your body could go through a lot of changes your junior and senior year of high school. It happens. Sometimes, you know, some athletes, it doesn't really happen for them so much of a drastic change. And then other athletes, it can change a lot. And it may not even change till you get to college. But just know your body needs to evolve and change in some ways because you are getting older and the different, you know, chemistry in our bodies. We want you to develop. We want you to evolve and have your body change appropriately. But if you feel like it's hindering your ability to do your skills at the same level they recruited you at, you may want to consider hiring a nutritionist or private trainer to help you stay as strong as possible. So what I'm trying to say here is it's not a bad thing. You have to understand that your body will evolve and change, but it is your responsibility to maintain your skills. So that changes, then there might be some really good things out there that you could initiate on and really make yourself, you know, as strong as possible with, with allowing your body to do the changes that it needs to do. So don't be afraid. Don't hold back. Don't let it get you down. Instead, the big key here is communicating. So communicating with your parents first and then communicating with the college coach. And I'm telling you, when these college coaches see that you are trying and you are communicating and you, you know, they feel like they're not going to show up at practice or at a meet and see that something has changed, but you haven't talked about it. That is far worse because then they feel like, well, they can't talk to you about it probably, or they, they don't want to be initiating that conversation. It's hard to do that. They might, but it can be hard, but if you bring it up to them that it's something you're you're noticing and you're going to stay on top of it and this is how you're going to handle it, then great. They see it like a team effort, all right, instead of something that you're hiding in a closet sort of over and then they feel like, yeah, okay, we can't even address this or we can't help this situation and that might make them uncomfortable enough to where they rethink their offer. So again, communication is key. Number four, injuries. This is another common challenge, uh, but not 
negative if you handle it properly. Let the college coach, coaches know or your head coach immediately when you experience any injury that keeps you from training. They understand injuries. They're, they are going to happen. They're dealing with it all the time on their own teams. And by the way, they're going to see that you're not posting videos or maybe you're not competing on all four events or they may stop by your club and want to watch practice or they're going to look up your scores. So they will find out. You cannot hide this from them. And that hiding part, oftentimes it gets misunderstood. That might not be your intention. You may be thinking, I can get over this injury. I don't need to bring it up. I don't want them to take my scholarship. You know, all those types of things. But I think more often than not, than not I see coaches work with the athlete versus um, if they're communicating versus um, taking away an opportunity from an athlete who is hiding it, not trying, looks like they don't really want to be there. You know, because they're going to be calling your club coach, checking in. They're, like I said, they're going to be able to see they're pretty smart and savvy on this. If something seems off or they're not able to see all four events, if that's how they recruited you at that level, um, if you stop communicating, all those signs will lean them towards a question mark. And again, they're looking for their recruits to have a voice, speak with respect, and learn how to communicate through the high school years so that when you arrive, they know they've established this really nice relationship with you, even through the hard times, even through things that you can't control that have come up, or you can control and you haven't communicated. You know, either way, communication is always better than keeping it a secret or hiding, trying to hide, hide it from them. That makes them double leery of continuing with their verbal offer. So how does that work? If sometimes what I've seen is if an athlete gets injured who they've recruited, then I have seen many times the head coach will say, okay, I'm so sorry this happened. Tell me what the plan is. And you tell them the surgery date, you tell them the rehab time, they know what's going on. And oftentimes what they'll say, and I think it's fair, is okay, we are not going to sign you maybe during the normal signing period. We want to wait and see you come back and compete the way we know you can. And they will be your greatest cheerleader. But that's, that's only fair. You know, that's part of sport. And once again, I think I would rather have an athlete who I dealt with that way versus an athlete who does sign. And then later I find out they kept something from me. That would put your freshman year in college um, at a difficult place because then they're going to feel like you held something back and how can they trust you? So it's way better to be upfront, work with them on whatever situation has come up and be honest. And guess what? 
you know, they've dealt with these types of things and they are dealing with them every single day. So sports are pretty normal in the sense that things happen, you know, it could even be a family issue. It could be a mental health issue, like balking or struggling, having mental blocks. And they're going to wonder, why aren't you posting this or that? Or why aren't you competing on this or that event? You know, all those types of things, you can't really hide from a college coach for very long because they can usually put two and two together pretty quick and then do some investigating and find out the truth. So it shows maturity. It shows leadership. It shows, you know, that you're going to be ready for college because you're going to be able to manage whatever comes up when you get to college too. And they're going to feel like, okay, we're on the same team. We're on the same page. This is more manageable than an athlete. They feel like they're recruiting and made a verbal offer to who they can't talk to, who they can't get the truth from, who is avoiding them. Now, Remember, once you make a verbal commitment, sometimes what college coaches notice is some of those recruits will pull back from just the effort they were giving prior to being motivated to try to get recruited. And that in itself is a real problem. That's why they're always looking to see, are you passionate about going to college or will, will you be an athlete that we feel like we have to pull everything out of and get you motivated to do what you need to be doing. Even once you get here, it is normal to make a verbal commitment to a college and then feel like you need a little mental physical possible couple weeks break from all of it because it's a lot but boy after that you need to realize you got to get your you know head in the game and set now new goals and stay motivated and if you feel like your motivation is wavering then find help because it, it is somewhat natural and normal, I think, to need a rest period. After all you go through, the intensity of recruiting is great, both mentally and physically. But you have to understand what's the key is, is your heart still in it, even after you've gone through all of that pressure. Because it's okay to need, you know, a reprieve. Um, but if you feel like after you take a week or two and you're back in the gym and you're finding it's hard to stay motivated, it can be a variety of things. It could be um, you don't have other girls on the team that are at your level. You don't have your club coaches in around because they are traveling with maybe international gymnasts in your gym some gyms have that problem. Um, maybe you need a new goal and new purpose and you need, you know, like somebody to motivate you. 
Um, that's okay. I mean, I think every athlete goes through the highs and the lows. You can't stay at a peak level at anything in life. You have to pace yourself and you have to realize that you're going to evolve and change, especially that junior and senior year. Your eyes are wide open to more social things. You are more aware of things around you. You are realizing you're not a little little one anymore who can just walk in a gym and get an assignment and do a ton of skills. Um, that's okay. Those are all what I would consider actual normal um, things that happen to athletes. And this is why so many athletes read, you know, motivational books or get some kind of a coach that just checks in with them. That's not their own club coach or, um, you know, a lot of girls I see are hiring private trainers to stay on top of, learn new things about strength training because it can be really fun to get stronger those two years and actually spend a little more time on that versus uh, the same routine that you've always had in your club gym of doing gymnastics. So it's a physical way of motivating you to get the skills done in the gym, but maybe not as many numbers, but you get stronger because you're going to a private trainer and they're super motivating. So I've seen a variety of things that girls do after they verbally commit, especially early that junior year that keeps them in the game. But I would say if there's one word I could encourage you with on this topic, it is communication. And many times in the sport of gymnastics, that's not happening and it's not being taught because there's so many kids in the gym and the coach just wants you to walk in, do your assignment and go home because they have so much they're managing at such a high noise volume gym. So you have to think through this, come up with your own personal plan and really take your sport. And I would say do it for yourself now and the love of the sport and set new goals and create a plan for yourself. So you could even say the day you verbally commit, take a two-week mental break somehow if you have time or if you feel like you need it, and then sit down and write some new goals and have those goals all the way, well, it's a long-term long to the day you arrive on that college campus, but then break them down into smaller goals. And if you need somebody, I mean, I know here at JH Consulting, you think of us as just advisors to get you recruited, but um, I would be more than happy to be a person like that in an athlete's life. And it does happen occasionally. So um, that could be available or there might be other resources out there, but sometimes you need that person in your life to talk about it, energize you, help you set the goals and hold you accountable. All right. So Keep working hard if you haven't committed and you're getting close to it. 
maybe come back to this podcast after you do verbally commit. And again, I congratulate all of you who have committed you 23s and 24s and just keep these four items that I mentioned and I'll review them really quick. Keep posting videos and showing your progress in the gym and at meets. Number two, send the college coach all your academic information and I'm sure they'll ask for your transcripts. Number three, stay fit and strong physically. And number four, injuries. Be sure you're communicating injuries. And within all that, we want really strong mental health um, perspective. So if you feel like you're struggling with any of these things or you're getting behind or you're afraid to talk to your college coach, JH Consulting is here for you. All right? Get out there and make it a great day of practice. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. If you're interested in Jill Hicks Consulting's advising services, head over to www.jhicksconsulting.com and click on the Get Started button to fill out your forms page. One of our advisors will give you a call. We're in your corner and we'll talk to you soon.